welcome to the Brody Runback. I'm your host, Jeff Crone, and I have a great interview for you guys today with Brody Lindbergh. He's a senior for East Catholic High School boys basketball team and a recent Quinnipiac men basketball team. I'm happy to bring to you an RI Sports Focus podcast. We would do that with our local high school, college, and athletic programs across our great state of Rhode Here we go. Welcome to the Brody Runback. I'm your host, Jeff Maroon, and I have a great interview for you guys today with Brody Lindrick. He's a senior for East Catholic High School boys basketball team and a recent Quinnipiac men's basketball commit. And I'm happy to bring to you an RI Sports Focus podcast where we do dive into our local high school, college, and athletic programs across our great state of Rhode Island. Here we go. All right. On today's show, I welcome a very special guest. He is Brody Limerick. He is a senior forward for East Catholic Boys basketball team and also a recent commit, commit to uh, Quinnipiac, Quinnipiac University. Uh, Brody, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you enjoying this uh, nice weather and things starting to open up a little bit more? That was great because we can go outside and hoop and now, you know, we can go into a lot more establishments that we couldn't before. So I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice feeling to kind of have, getting some back, some normal, normalcy. Um, so it's, that's a really, really nice feeling. But first off, before we start about, you know, how you got into basketball and everything and, uh, you know, this past basketball season, I want to I want to say congratulations to you on your commitment to Quinnipiac University. Uh, that's a, a great accomplishment to be playing basketball at the next level. How's that feeling knowing that you're going to be playing basketball uh, at the Division One level? It's great. It's, it's a little bit nerve-wracking in a way because – there's no ifs anymore it's just do and that's exciting but it also makes you kind of nervous but I just can't wait to get it started that's awesome that's great well congratulations is there anything that you're going to be doing to prepare for the offseason or get ready for basketball itself at the, the right now I'm really working on my body I'm trying to get a lot stronger I'm trying to put on some weight and I'm working on expanding my range out to the college line working mm-hmm. on adapting from the high school line to the college line and just getting ready for that that's great. That's really great. And then what's the one thing you, are you going to, do you know what you're going to major in for in college? I'm going to try and go into education so I can become a teacher and hopefully a coach one day. That's awesome. That, that's a great, great path to go down. What, what, what uh, subject do you want to teach? Do you know yet? I was thinking a uh, history and math type of teacher. I'm not sure I know exactly yet. Both good choices. That's uh, that's a really good choice for both either one. All right. Well, that's awesome. Well, congratulations again on your commitment to Quinnipiac. That's a great, great accomplishment and very happy for you. They're very lucky to have you at their school. Uh, but I want to ask you, how did you fall in love with basketball? Well, I just honestly, I grew up playing. My dad, um, my dad really got me into it. He, uh, he grew up next to former Celtic, Don Nelson. So he was passionate growing up. He played at a D3 Nichols College in Massachusetts. And ever since I was young, I've been playing with my brothers. I'm a triplet, so I've always had guys to play against. So that competition has always been in my life. So that's really how I fell in love. That's awesome. So you, your dad grew up next to Don Nelson? Like, what was that like? Did your dad get like coaching tips and playing tips from him? Or like, how was that? He would, all, his best friend growing up was Donnie, his son. So he would always go over and play. And sometimes Mr. Nelson would come out and help him but yeah, he 
he he definitely enjoyed that. That's that's crazy. That's that's really awesome that your dad got to you know grow up best friends with Don Nelson's son. Um, and then what's as well you had like as you mentioned you had your triplet. Um, what's it like to just having that brotherly competition? I mean, you just we just saw, I just started brother off there. You said he was like a couple inches shorter than you. So what's it like to play against your brothers? Um, it it's it's really different from playing against other people because because I've played against him for so long, he knows all my moves. So it's like, I always got to come up with new stuff against him. Yeah. And it's constant good competition because he always challenges me. And I always have someone if I need to go play with. And it's, it was interesting growing up because we would play AAU together and we would just be all over the place playing for a lot of different teams. So we were always known as the Twin Towers. So it's, so when we finally like kind of split away, so he went to a different high school than me during his, sophomore and junior yeah. and going those different ways was always where's where's the other twin tower where's your brother and it was it was weird because we, we were always like put in the same box growing up and it was odd just kind of splitting off because we've just worked so well together for so long yeah that's got to be a tough like thing to kind of not be playing with each other for so after playing with each other for so long i'm sure you guys have a great connection too as well being playing with each other but i'm sure that's got to be weird did you guys ever play each other in the high school season in the regular season no because he was he's a he he first transferred from east catholic to marionapolis mm-hmm. that's knapsack east catholic does not participate in knapsack or ciac yeah. so i didn't get to play against him there and then he went to watkinson which is just moved up the class d they're also knapsack so i couldn't play him eat him in that but hopefully maybe one day we can play in college yeah that'd be but, yeah, that'd be different. And then with AAU, we would have had a chance to play against each other. But right now he's playing with New Haven Heat. Yep. And I finished up with BABC. So different kind of terms we played. And so I, I might have gotten the chance to play with him this weekend, but I recently committed. So I missed out on the opportunity. But yeah, we don't play each other much in like organized fight and pickup. We're always on opposite teams. Oh, really? Is that, so do you guys, who gets the best out of each other in pickup? Oh, it changes. That changes a lot. It really does. We don't, we don't guard each other much and pick up because sometimes it ends in fights. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah. it's, it's just a little competitive. We like playing against each different people sometimes, but it changes daily. To be honest. Yeah, I could, I could imagine. Uh, well, that's that's great that you had that brother and that friendly comp. Well, friendly competition when it was friendly competition against your brother, and uh, that's great that you guys have each other. And hopefully, maybe one day down the line, you guys will be on the same team in college or. Who knows? Maybe you're in the pros one day. Who knows? That's the goal. That'd, that'd, be, that'd be really great. Was there a player, too, when you guys were younger that you both maybe, like, admired while growing up that you really looked up to that kind of helped you more get into the game as well? I would probably have to say Doug Nowitzki because yeah, just the big man who can shoot, it just really helped us find somebody to model a game after. And him out of everybody he was just kind of like the guy known for doing that so we both kind of tried to model a game after him and when we were younger we really like post up players and back to the basket and when we started trying to emulate him it really helped us expand our game so it was just who could shoot better we just kept going back and forth with that and it just helped us find competition by trying to emulate him yeah it's it's kind of is it's kind of crazy too because i'm sure like you'd mentioned you 
watch players that play with their back to the basket. And then you watch a guy like Derek Davinsky kind of spread the floor European style. Now you kind of see that, like that style of play now, like what's that like too? And like, how does that help you watching Dirk to like kind of put you guys ahead of the curve a little bit? Um, it It's definitely helped because I don't know where I would be personally if I couldn't shoot the ball. I would definitely not be going to Quinnipiac and that, and now nowadays, I didn't know back then, but everyone has to shoot. Yeah. So it's it's the minimum, to be honest. So it helped me keep up and it helped put me ahead in those regards. That's that's great. And now do you do the Dirk Davinsky one foot uh, jump shot? I used to, but I've I focused on just more elevation because I, I can use my athleticism for my advantage. But my brother, he uh, he really does like the one foot fadeaway because he doesn't when he catches it, he never likes to put the ball on the floor. He likes to use his pivot, like almost like Carmelo. But yeah. then he'll go back to the one foot fadeaway, and I I know he's doing it every time. But the people he's playing against doesn't don't. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's great that he's able to pick that up, and you guys were able to pick that up from him. Uh, now I want to jump into your like your, your high school career with. Um, you know, your time playing at East Catholic. What was what has your time been playing at East Catholic and playing in the CIAC? My high school career, we finished 80 and four. So I've been playing for my whole career. Go. Shoot, he's, oh, sorry, stopping with the Wi-Fi. My whole career, we've been playing um, as like the best team in the state. Like yeah. every team we play has been their Super Bowl. And most games in the CIC, we would win by high numbers. And playing big target on your back and getting everybody's best every night is very different. And when you, when I played for a team like East Catholic, you go in and you don't play right away. As a freshman, I got into three varsity games at the end of the games for the worst minutes. As a sophomore, I was the seventh man off the bench and I did not play like at all. I got into one meaningful game. I did not play. We won a state championship that year. I did not play in the final game. My junior year, I started and I played great. I was, I, th I think I was really at like the top of my game and we, we should have won a state championship. We were something like 24 and one. We, we just won our conference championship and COVID shut us down. Oh, geez. Yeah. And then this year we finished, we, uh, we lost our last game by one possession to Donovan Klingon's team, Bristol Central. Yeah. Great guy, great team, great players. I, I definitely think we had a shot at winning that game. We had a lot of shots. We just didn't play our best and things like that happened. But my final year, I won first team All-State, All-Conference. And I finished up and I ended up going to college at East Catholic during COVID season. So I definitely think my high school career was great. And the best thing for me about high school was the fact that I was playing with guys that will be my brothers forever and just a great team. Like I cannot emphasize how good the culture of East Catholic is. And I just, I really don't know if you can get that anywhere else, but that yeah, yeah. that's, that's awesome that you were able to experience that. And, you know, and it sounds like a, like a development through the process of going from a freshman that got some, you know, times that and games that were like blowouts almost and like, and then playing to be in the seventh man on a championship your sophomore year. What, what was that also like, you know, before? What was that like winning that championship as your sophomore year? I mean, we going to Mohegan Sun and winning a state championship, it was, it's, it's a feeling I'm very lucky to experience. And 
not many people get to experience that so I'm very lucky but it was just amazing and that team that season will never end like that that team will be together forever and that was it was just it was surreal winning that state championship even though I didn't even get in the game like it was just it was it was amazing because everyone worked so hard that year and there were so many what ifs and when we finally won it that buzzer went off it was just it was pandemonium it was the best feeling ever that's awesome yeah it's I'm sure it's gotta be a great feeling and play at Mohegan Sun I've I've been there for some of the state championships games, so that's that's really cool to win win one on on that court and everything. Uh, who would you guys end up playing that you beat during that? Windsor. Windsor. Oh yeah, they're good. They're good school. Yeah, <laughs> we've had some good games against Windsor. Yeah, they're, they're they're very very good. Um, and then and then it's awesome though as you kept going on. It sucks about junior with like you guys getting affected. It sucks about COVID and everything. But you know what was that like for you guys? you know, knowing that you're on a great run and then your season get ended by COVID, what was that feeling like? It was, it was terrible for, especially for the seniors because out of nowhere, it just hit them. Like that was the last game they ever played. They yeah. finished up not knowing that was the last game they ever played. For the juniors that year, we were, some of us were like, okay, we're going to get it next year. Yeah. And it still, it was the worst feeling ever because we knew we could win a state championship and we had beaten the best teams that year. And it just left too much what ifs on the table. Like there was this other undefeated team that didn't play very good competition that won their conference, which was a much weaker conference. They were like, oh yeah, we uh, we were gonna beat you guys. I was like, no, you weren't. But like, that was the frustrating thing for us because it left too many what ifs on the table. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. A lot of a lot of things I won't say about that, but yeah, that's that sucks, man. I'm I'm sorry that I had to end like that junior year, and then you know, obviously this year was a, a little bit of a different year. You guys started late, started in uh, actually like February eighth, right? You guys started your season and kind of like we kept getting pushed back. Yeah, I I had to play the whole season wearing a K95 mask because <laughs> my mom was like, "Yeah, you're not catching COVID," and I still caught it. So jeez. <laughs> Jeez, that's tough. Yeah. Did you catch it during the season or like after the season? I caught it. So I missed I missed Thanksgiving. and had to eat Thanksgiving by myself in my room. Oh, that's you know, like <laughs> but I was lucky because because I caught COVID, I had the antibodies. So when there was a, a mini breakout in the school, I didn't get quarantined, but my brother did. Oh wow. So yeah. I got lucky at that and I didn't miss the first game of the season. That's that's great. At least you didn't didn't miss the first game, and uh, you know sometimes there is a little bit of a blessing in disguise. Think we didn't get too sick from it or affected from it, COVID at least after everything. But what was that season like? Being a little bit shortened and playing, you know, starting late in February as well too. Did you feel like your guys were gonna have a season at one point, or did you kind of were like, is this not gonna happen? It was so up and down. It yeah, was, it was very confusing. Um, nobody really knew. We kept asking coach, and he's like guys i tell you the second i find something out and it was it was it was stressful but and even once we had our first game we still didn't know if or when we could get shut down so it was like we were doing everything preventative and we practiced every practice like it was our last practice so it was a lot different feeling mm -hmm. because you didn't know if there was gonna be a tomorrow but there ended up being more tomorrow so it was good that we got to finish it out and even though it was shorter than usual it was great that's great. That's awesome. Did you have a favorite game during that that season, this past season? Um, I would have to say my favorite game was was senior night, probably. That was that was definitely my favorite game. It was it was tough because one of the guys on our team, who was going to start that game, 
couldn't couldn't go because we didn't know if he his brother had caught COVID or not. So we like stay home so you don't mess with the rest of the team. And we kind of played for him, and it was a great game. I think I had thirty one points, twenty one rebounds, and I played great. And then the next game he got the start, but it was it was a fun game because after we did our senior night celebration, and it was just a great like um, way to remember the last four years. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, at least you got able to get the senior night, able to finish off the season. That's that's awesome. And uh, you know, good luck to you playing basketball the next next uh, you know playing at the college level. That's gonna be awesome for you. But now I want to just ask some questions that are just more for fun and for the listeners to get to know you. Do you have any uh, pregame rituals or superstitions? I can, my superstition is kind of to not have any superstitions. If that makes any sense, like I try to do, I gotta just do whatever. Like I try to make sure I don't do the same thing every game. Yeah, because I don't want to like believe something. Like I don't want to like make myself believe something. So, I mean, I do. I do try to eat very well before a game, and I don't try to overstretch. But I don't really have many pregame rituals aside from making sure I don't do something the same every time. Yeah, yeah, that's understandable. And what's like, what's the go-to like meal? Do you have like a go-to meal or like something healthy that you eat before? It's whatever's in the fridge, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. I like it. Uh, and what about, like, do you have a favorite food or a favorite, like, meal in general? Not for basketball, just overall. Um, good question. Um, in general, I would have to say I like a good hamburger. I can lie. I like a good hamburger. So if they're – I like the – Five guys French fries, a good hamburger with those five guys French fries. I, I can I can get down with that. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you. Right, is, is Five Guys your favorite place to go for hamburgers? If I have the money, definitely. It's a little <laughs> yeah. expensive over there, but yeah. Yeah, it's a good it's a good place. I, I I've eaten a little too much during the AU season, so uh, <laughs> very very good though. Uh, that's that's great. And then what uh, which favorite basketball team? Celtics. Celtics. What do you think about their season this year? A little disappointing. Yeah. A little disappointing, but hopefully there's next year. Yeah. Well, it's not looking too bright. I some games I just couldn't watch. Had to turn off the TV. It's tough. It's tough. But, yeah. What do you think about like uh, who do you think they're gonna hire for a coach? Like who do who or who would you want as a coach? I have no clue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My brother's over here telling me Chauncey Billups. Yeah, I that's the I heard that's a front runner for the position. But I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, do you do you like any other sports besides basketball? I I used to see in middle school. I was actually cut from the sixth grade basketball team in my town, seventh grade basketball team in my town. I was put on the B team in the eighth grade for my town. So. Growing up, I was cut from a lot of basketball teams. So I grew up a kind of a big lacrosse guy. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I like lacrosse. I always have lacrosse in my heart, but yeah. So how do you think those coaches feel that have cut you now, now looking at you, that where you are now? <laughs> um, I've had my way of getting uh, getting back at all those evaluators in, in certain games where they've coached. So it's good. I can only imagine how they feel. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's that's really good. And then, um, do you have like a favorite football team or baseball team? 
I'm an all Boston guy, so Patriots, Red Sox, that type of stuff. Because my dad wouldn't let me be a fan of anything else. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's good. That's a good sign. Uh, yeah, I know it's got to be too because Connecticut's like I feel like Connecticut's split. It's either you're New York or you're Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's awesome. And then uh, last and final question: Do you have? Do you like anything? What's your favorite thing to do outside of sports in general? Um. I like to just go hang out with my friends, to be honest. I like to go go down to the lake, go down to the beach sometimes and hang out with my girlfriend. And <laughs> I really I really enjoy just going to flow because if I'm not playing basketball, I like to relax. I'll play video games. I'll play some 2K. Oh, nice. But I'm a big basketball guy. I play a lot of basketball. Yeah, that's good. I, I Sounds like it. It works. It's going. It's working out in your favor for sure, just for overall. So that's... That's great. So that's all the questions I have for you, Brody. Is there any questions, comments, statements before we sign off or anything that you want to say before? No, sir. I appreciate you having me on. Of course. Anytime, man. Always welcome back on the show. Good luck to you with everything, man. Congratulations again on your commitment to Quinnipiac. That's just a great accomplishment overall. And uh, good luck with school and basketball itself. Thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. Anytime. See you. All right, that was my interview with Brody Limerick. Great interview with Brody. Good luck to him as he goes forward. Definitely going to have to have him on the show down the line for sure. On the next episode on Tuesday, I will have head coach of Brown University men's basketball team, Coach Michael Martin. And on Thursday, I have a a two-part series. So part one of the two-part series will Mike Procopio. Mike Procopio has a great career in basketball um, and NBA player development and like just an interesting story overall of how his career got started. He's worked with some great players such as Dwayne Wade, uh, Kobe Bryant, Paul Pierce, worked for the Dallas Mavericks. So just a great interview overall with Mike Procopio. It was a very long one so we had to split it into two parts. So be on the lookout for those two episodes next week and the special of the part one of the part two series of Mike Procopio. I hope you guys have a great and safe Thursday and Friday and have a great 4th of July. We'll see you on Tuesday.